right, what's up, everybody? We're back for now episode five, which is what I was uh, calling it three episodes ago. So uh, episode five, uh, it's yeah. me, Saeed, Mariel. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Welcome, everybody. Yep, welcome to another. This is like an anniversary type podcast, right? We've already hit five episodes. I don't know. Wow, I, I wasn't thinking about it that way, but sure. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that five was like a significant number. Um, I guess maybe once we get to like 50, oh, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah, oh. we might have to talk about whether we're going to do seasons or whether oh, it's going to be. Sounds like, like we're not getting to episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for y'all listening so far. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the short ride. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll discuss. <laughs> it's been good. It's been good so far. I want to thank my fans. Yeah, all the people, our fans. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the the people who are who are just listening uh, to hear me talk about um, how hot it is in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, only the only the fans who are asking for episode fifty. So, <laughs> right. Anyways, yeah. I, hey, we've um, uh, we got some good responses from uh, from our Instagram thing. So we'll see. Yeah. Anything? How was your weekend? How did everything go? It was good. So my new job, I work on the weekends now. I think I mentioned it a few episodes ago, but uh, so this yeah. is, so Mondays and Tuesdays are my weekend now. And so, okay. uh, so it's a big <laughs> bit of an adjustment, but it's good. Yeah. So what do you do on Mondays and Tuesdays? Is you consider like uh, what you would do on a Saturday and Sunday so far? Uh, well, it's hard to do that since it, since everyone else is working. <laughs> and so I can't really. <laughs> it's not Saturday for everybody else. Right. I can't really message someone and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. You want to do something at, at one o'clock and they're like, uh, no, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think so it's open, yeah. right? At one o'clock on a Monday. Right. Yeah. Well, I, so that's another thing I'm noticing too. Like there are a lot of businesses that are like closed randomly on like Tuesdays and stuff. Really? What about? Yeah, I didn't know that. Maybe it's a New York, maybe it's a New York thing, but. Yeah. You so see, it's because you're taking like casual strolls through the city and you're starting to realize like, wait a second, they're not open because no one else is out. Right, basically, they're like, but business is dead. Or even like, even like, there's like a coffee shop near, nearby me that um, they're closed on Tuesdays, for example. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a, I guess it's a, it's a weekday thing. Mm, that's weird. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know if I've really paid attention to what's open, what's closed during the week here. Um, I don't know if there's any like fan favorites, like the way it is in New York. You just go to your corner coffee shop and like, you know, here it's not. I don't think that's like a thing to have like a corner coffee shop if you ask someone like what's their favorite coffee shop they're gonna say like the local starbucks you know that's it really that's so boring yeah i mean if you start going to like the good like the you know i guess if you live in sort of like the upscale places near downtown dallas like in the or near the bishop arts district you know like those type of places like arts districts and like places where millennials are moving in uh i feel like then you would have they'd probably have like oh we go to this coffee shop right here but I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's like the way you guys are experiencing it in New York. Yeah, we have some mom and pop shops. We have a we have one that's around the corner from literally like 15 steps away from from my place here in Astoria that um they're like a, a I think it's just one lady who owns a shop and they have like a small Instagram page. Uh, so it's a lot of that yeah. in New York, like little mom and pop shops and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and you guys really admire them. What, what, Astoria, yeah. Where's Astoria? Just for people who are unfamiliar, where is Astoria located? Well, no one is unfamiliar except you, say, but <laughs> for those who uh, don't know, Astoria is, yeah, Astoria is in Queens, uh, which is Ooh. one of the five boroughs. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> well, hey, cool. let me say something. For everyone who doesn't know about New York, uh, living in Manhattan is like so 2002. Like, that's not even like what is people it? do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new place? Well, I work in Williamsburg, uh, and so tons of people live in Williamsburg and, and Brooklyn in general. But Astoria is, I think, one of the best neighborhoods in the city. Astoria, I, I've I've heard the name Astoria, um, so I know it's at least reputable. If I've heard about it, um, would you say it's you know nice? Oh, go on. Yeah, no, Astoria is awesome. Uh, lots of green space, so I like it because it's literally fifteen minutes from the from the city. But then it's also. Uh, um, you have green space and it's in Queens, which Queens is the most diverse area, like in terms of like its size. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know how big Queens is, like on a mile basis, but mm -hmm. um, in terms of anywhere else in the world, 
Queens is the the most diverse section of that size in the entire world. Okay, so the amount of people that are living in Queens, it's just full of diversity yep. compared to any other yep. similar population size across the globe. Just so I can clarify for the listeners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically so like diversity um, in terms of like uh, people or like food diversity. Yeah. So what? Like- so well, exactly. So people, but then that brings with it like. Authentic yeah. Thai restaurants, authentic Mexican restaurants, like literally all the cuisines have yeah, authentic yeah. Uh, components to it. Then you have street vendors. Um, so it's just an awesome place. So it's like a foodie's paradise over there in Astoria. That's now, correct. Now, okay, so what's better, Astoria or if you're anywhere in Manhattan? If you had to choose, uh, if you had to choose, they said you could live in Astoria, you can live in Manhattan. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, uh that depends where i'm in manhattan that depends if i'm if i'm living on a budget if i'm living oh. on a budget yeah <laughs> well no nah, like let's say, I mean, someone, no, it, let's say someone says you know what rent's free anywhere in manhattan or astoria well i'm a big green space guy right so i love parks okay so I, I love i love taking a walk and i love going to like water i, I love all that stuff that's why i like studying astoria, abroad astoria sounding a little bit more like staten island <laughs> No, I can I can assure you, I can assure you a story is awesome. Uh, 15 minutes away from the city, guys. He said it. It is 15 minutes by train. Staten Island. (laughs) No, Staten Island is yes, 15 minutes. Oh, actually, either or, but um, no, Astoria in Queens in general is awesome. I listen. I'm I'm a native New Yorker, so uh, I'm 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 well versed (laughs) in the differences. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I I I like Queens more just because it has more parks and has more authentic like New York stuff. So. Yeah, that's cool. I uh I went to a city, a similar city type landscape. I guess just a city, right? <laughs> I went to a bigger city, a well-known city. Uh, I went to Chicago this past weekend. Uh, oh, that's little, a big change. That's a big uh, that's a big change for you, right? Since small you... weekend trip. Let's hear it. What is this a? Is this a change? Oh, uh, well, you're you're in <laughs> Dallas, so <laughs> oh, you're in... yeah. So uh, you know, a village to the big city. It's it's a yeah yeah. <laughs> well, it's not a village here. Like I said, <laughs> I mentioned this a few episodes ago. I think Dallas probably has more diverse uh, food than Astoria. I don't know where Mario got his uh, facts. He said probably. <laughs> he said probably. Um, We're just talking, all right, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just anyway, put statements out like that. Um, <laughs> no yeah, idea. I went, so I went to Chicago this past weekend, and. Hmm. Um, so if you guys were listening for past few episodes, um, I did have to take a plane to Chicago uh, since it was a weekend trip, so I couldn't drive up there. So I definitely oh. was breathing in that Rona air. Um, <laughs> and to be honest with you, the the airport doesn't even seem like anybody knows that Corona is going on. Really? Um, I rolled up to DFW. DFW is our big airport here mm-hmm. in Dallas. Um, it's Dallas Fort Worth. They're we're considered like a metropolis all right i'm gonna mess this up all right now right. anyways we're gonna skip that part we're this big city and they try to combine us together anyways yeah, but, uh, the, the dfw metropolitan area I metropolitan know, know. That's what, that's, area when, when you have three villages together they kind of combine yeah. them together i wanted that's what, that's what they do village. i wanted to say metropolis like from superman and i was like that doesn't sound right um metropolitan yeah metropolitan, metropolitan. Yeah. anyways so we i rolled up to uh dfw and that and this and that was a hassle. I should have known from the get go that it was going to be packed because we did the thing where it's like you can just park right there at the terminal. And I had flown like early in the pandemic. Um, I forgot for what reason or before it started or <laughs> after it started. I can't I can't really remember, but I don't remember uh, having any really issues going through the airport, right? Because there wasn't really too many people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to park was crazy there was no parking spots anywhere and i'm like wait a second why isn't there any parking spots out of all these like parking garages not a spot so that was already an indicator of what was to come at dfw um i will say um and excuse my uh language or my vernacular it was the most tacky i've ever seen dfw um it was the most hood rat uh group of people there now was i a hood rat being there also yeah probably but yeah, exactly here's the deal so dfw i would say is a nice airport but that was like unrecognizable to me uh i get there and 
there's like uh, lots of people, right? Of course. And then there's, okay, there's always a lot of people. So, you know, COVID clearing up. But then we get to like where there's like the food lines, right? Because this is probably in the evening around dinner time. Um, food lines are like packed up, like lines reaching all the way down to like the restroom, just like people lined up to get food. Um, so did we end up going in one of those lines? Yeah, we were hungry. Um, might as well wait. So you were just but, a, you were just an, another person. <laughs> yeah, I'm just one of these people I'm describing. But here's 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 what I'll say is is what's wrong, right? I'm just setting the stage for everybody. So mm-hmm. we're in line um, near the restrooms because I said the line extended out the restroom where those people near the restroom. Um, some guys are already getting out. Like there's gonna be a fight breaking out in the restroom. These guys are arguing with each other, cutting each other out. Uh, talking about who's scared of who and i'm thinking to myself i have never in my life seen anybody fight at the airport like this <laughs> like they're like this is like back in middle school high school like they're about to duke it out in the restroom it's like what is going on this is, this is one of those isai moments where you're like what am i doing here <laughs> exactly i'm looking around i said Wait, where am i <laughs> is this the right airport like what am i doing here with these people um, no. they're about to they're about to fight um in the restroom and so i'm like whoa what's going on and there's people over here yelling and screaming on this other end and they're like laughing and like but they're just yelling just being obnoxiously loud like hey it's dinner time there's kids around like we're here at the airport like <laughs> hey calm down for a second you know but you guys doing all this yelling and hollering um but then i figured out what the source of the problem was um, at mm. one of the tables was this guy eating his food, uh, two phones. That's how you know the, the person's already sus. People who have two phones, they're automatically suspect. You got to look into them. Keep your eye out. <laughs> what if why you have a got, business phone? Why they got two phones for? Anyways, well, he has two phones. One he's on and the other one he's using, like, I guess just to watch a video. But it's like this, um, I want to say like an Asian techno uh because i don't know i don't know if that's like a real genre of music um the language sounded like it was a dialect or language coming from the asian continent um Mm. just based off what i was hearing um but like uh i guess it was it's like i don't know how to describe the music like i said it's like an asian techno because it was like almost like a dubstep it was just like building up but you could hear sort of like, uh, I want to say it's like Japanese, you know, if you ever watch like those Japanese videos and you can kind of instantly recognize that like child voice coming out, that's what it was like. And he was like playing this out loud. And at first mm-hmm. I was like, is this the speakers like playing this, you know, here at the airport? No, it's just him. He just decided to jam out in the middle of the, you know, of the food court area, wherever the those food places are at, at his seat, um, just out loud to everybody. Right. And then I realized, I'm like, you know what, this is what's going on. This guy's hyping everybody up. He's uh, his music just jamming out at the at the beat of which it was going, which was it was just making everybody all hyped up, and that's what was causing everybody to be sort of like yelling and stuff like that. And I realized it was him because um, all of a sudden things got real peaceful, and then I realized, wait a second, that guy has gone, the music stopped, and then everybody everything got peaceful again. And I was like, this guy was causing issues. I don't know, have you seen the Kingsman movie? The king's uh, it, yes exactly so, so at first at first i was gonna say it sounds like a quiet place but then i was thinking like what's that movie where like people hear a sound and they yes. start going crazy it was <laughs> like it was like that it was like the king's i feel like we're playing we're having an experiment playing on this because yeah. i'm telling you he was playing this music and everybody was going kind of i was getting aggravated hey, hey honestly everything you said just now you know no no precaution with regards to coronavirus yeah um People fighting, yeah. uh, very long food line. It just yeah. sounds like a typical day in Dallas. So I'm not sure if there was really that music. <laughs> well, it is, yeah, I guess it is a typical day in Dallas. This this is like going on the corner, um, and seeing just saying what's up, everybody, and, and that's going down. But um, I wouldn't expect this at the airport. Like in the first few minutes mm. on the air, um, I feel like the airport has a little bit more class sometimes. But here's what I will say, and this is not disrespect to anybody, but on the plane up there, we were riding. We did we we got these tickets a little cheap. But everybody who's listening, there's only one way you can really get cheap tickets, and that's if you're flying Frontier or if you're flying everyone's favorite airline, Spirit Airlines. Oh, no. So we're rolling up with one backpack because, you know, we're not paying for any luggage to go on <laughs> this plane. <laughs> we got backpacks um, for this little weekend trip because we're, we're flying Spirit. We're in Terminal E, 
um, which I realized on the way back that terminal E is separated from all the other terminals. Um, you can only access terminal E through the little uh, train system they have going on there at DFW. They don't even want to connect to the other terminals. So we were already sort of with the riffraff of Dallas, you know, um, that's why everybody was sort of yelling and stuff because everybody was getting these cheap flights. So mm -hmm. there was no um, uh, way to sort of, you know, I don't know. Anyways, the thing is that it was, it, it, we're right in spirit. So that I'm pretty sure that was a contributing factor um, mm -hmm. to why there was so much going on, um, you know, because everybody there just did not care, you know? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't how you normally see DFW. <laughs> yeah, usually not. And so, I mean, which is fine. Um, I haven't been to an airport in a while now. Um, it's been, you know, a, a long time since I've been on a plane. Um, at least it felt like it, right? Um, so uh, I wasn't used to it, but I was like, hey, you know, and I, I guess part of me still believed like, oh, Corona still thinks there's not going to be that many people, but. Part of me still believed. Yeah, a little part of me, because, I mean, the way things are going in Dallas, right, everybody's starting to act like, wait a second, it doesn't exist no more, but... Um, yeah, that, that that Texas feeling is uh must be real. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it definitely feels like it, it's kind of going away. Like, you know, some places you got to put a mask on. Um, when I was, I mean, when I went West Texas with my, you know, for my brother, like I had mentioned in the past podcast episode, the one before... Um, like we walked into the building, my dad had forgot his mask, and the guy was like, Oh no, you're cool, man. Like basically gave my dad like this like wink, like we don't do this here, like we don't put masks on. <laughs> so like they're they were doing that pre-pandemic only like I can only imagine what they're doing now, you know. Yeah. Um, and so like and that's sort of like the vibe going on right now in Dallas. Um <laughs> it's just like, yeah, some places, of course, yeah, you, you obviously there are, but like at the airport, there's people walking around with no mask. Um and no one told me anything. And I wasn't going to be a Karen and be like, hey, turn and put your mask on. I was just like, oh, these people are wild. And I was just trying to like keep my uh, distance away as I could. But then I was like, you know, I'm the dummy here at the airport uh, <laughs> with all these other people. And yeah, you so, did. Yeah. You, you put yourself in. You played yourself. I played my, I was, I was anxious. I was so anxious about to get on the plane. I knew like I was going to have to be um, with all these people in this clouded air i heard babies i heard kids coughing i was freaking out um and i did get on the plane and i and was these seats were cramped it was like pieces of metal that they just taped on some like pleather to and that was like your seat and uh i felt like they made them closer than what they needed to be like there was no need to make them as close the seats as close as they well, you were you were you were on spirit, so spirit probably like doesn't even follow any of the measurements. Like yeah, just no, making I, their own. Flight. I feel like they just said, "How many seats can we put in there?" Right, it, right. It's how many can we fit, and then they said double it, and uh, and that's basically what happened. And well, I and we were like right before the where were like the seats, the row was right before the exit row, so I could mm. see like all the freedom that the exit row had with all their like leg room and <laughs> like their seats were a little bit more spaced and i was like wow like that's the free i was like so close to the freedom line um but not quite right. there but i did see that there was some spots sort of empty um in those exit rows Wait, but you know you know if you if you if you sat in that row you have to basically agree like if something goes down you're willing to open the door yeah but here's the deal. That, everybody is, everybody agrees to that and i some of the people i see agree to that i'm like come on are they going to be able to open that door would would you would you open that <laughs> listen every time i look at the, at the exit row i've been in the exit row a few times i've like planned it out how i'm going to open the door um now one time i got in trouble because you have to verbally say yes when they mm -hmm. say like do you understand and i was like mm -hmm. and she's like i need you to say yes sir and i was like oh. <laughs> And I got yeah. I got mad heated and I was upset and I and then they're like trying to tell me like it was my fault I should have just said yes and I was like listen I she knew what I meant when I nodded um, but no you got it so anybody out there you can't nod you got to verbally uh, respond to them and say yes you can lift that door up or open that I don't know if I uh, I don't know if I'd be down to do that I don't know if I would pick that seat because of that reason really you don't you don't think you'd be able to open the door uh nah. Well, because they got like three of you, so I feel like there would be two other people helping me out. Um, oh no, that's not the point. I just don't want to be. Oh, you just don't want that responsibility. I don't want the responsibility A, but also B. If we're in a situation where we need to do that, I, I got other stuff I'm thinking about. But then C, <laughs> oh, they except open the door. 
but then C, um, I also like, I don't want to be the window seat of the door where I'm the first one to, to experience this, like the oh, one right really? there. Like, nah, I'm good. So I'll let somebody else handle that. And then, you know, we'll figure I it guess out. So the way I see it is like, I want to be the first one out. Like, that's my first chance out. Um, like, but how high? You don't even know how high you're going to be. That's a, that's a bridge I gotta cross when I get there. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's <laughs> that's a little that's a future problem. For yeah. now, what my issue is here's the deal. I've I've flown a few quite a few times now. I've never mm-hmm. had to open exit doors, so you know I think I, I'm still risking it for the biscuit. Here's the deal. At some point, you gotta think to yourself: Is it worth it? Right? I think it's worth it because I don't want to be sitting next to people like all cramped up. And for some reason, like the moment I get on like a plane, in my head, I start thinking to myself all the things I can't do because I'm on this plane. Yeah. Um, so like all of a sudden my legs just want to stretch out and <laughs> I want to like cough and I want to like sneeze for no reason. I just want to be doing these things because I know that I can't do them while I'm on the plane. Um, oh, as, soon, as soon as you tell your brain, all right, don't do this, don't do this. And that's, that's, that's yeah, when your exactly. brain is like, oh, oh, you want to oh, test me? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think I can't? um so yeah so well, anyways i'm there and i'm seeing i didn't know this is a thing did you know that like if there's an exit row and there's like one guy on that within that exit row like they have to bring another person up like there has to be like at least two people uh, on an exit row like to for the thing oh for, you mean across like if it's a two like yeah it can't so be like, one person by himself on, yeah that's true yeah. yeah like you have to have someone else there and so i guess no one had reserved those tickets or whatever so um, I was looking at it and I was with Lindsay. So she was kind of saying like, you know, she told me this and I didn't believe her, but I was like, wait a second, maybe this is a thing and no one was there. So the flight attendant, uh, what I was doing, I was trying to make myself like obvious that I was like uncomfortable where I was sitting. Um, she could offer you this. The extra like half, my, half my body was hanging out of the, <laughs> of the seat in the row. And I'm like, I'm like trying to make eye contact with her, trying to get her like attention any way I can. Just so mm-hmm. she can see that I'm like visibly uncomfortable and um, it didn't work. Um, mm. And then, you know, she's trying to give like the little safety thing. Like if you have to, uh, you know, open the door, can you guys do that? And I'm like trying to nod and try to be like, yeah, like I'm listening. Is it me? Me? Are you talking to me? Um, <laughs> but, uh, I'll open any door. I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. I'll do it. You want me to sit there? Um, but no, she didn't. She ended up going to the back of the bus and uh, the back of the plane and getting someone from back there to go take that seat which made me a little upset mm. um that that happened so that that flight was a little bit of like uh i was like oh my gosh it was hard um just having to deal with that um but made it made it to chicago on spirit um <laughs> got out and uh it's a nice city chicago we ended up staying at this sort of a nicer hotel um called the blackstone and is apparently it's a landmark for in chicago being Mm -hmm. uh one of the hotel it's called like the hotel the presence um because a lot of like former presidents would stay at this hotel like john f kennedy and roosevelt and uh hoover and you know all these you know presidents from back in those times um so i'm probably i'm pretty sure i slept in the room that john kennedy slept in well okay Um, well i don't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i was there yeah, John Kennedy or Marilyn Monroe, one of them was in this. Game. All right, well, she's not a pro. Okay, well, not. Yeah. I'm taking this with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just talking, but listen, guys, you guys can fact check me. I'm pretty sure I was on the 12th floor. Um, that was sort of like a mid mid range floor. So, um, but I'm pretty sure John Kennedy engraved his initials in in the wall, and I saw I saw something that looked like a J. So, mm. I'm you know, am I? like one of the candies maybe yeah maybe, maybe, it was, maybe it was meant to be maybe you shared a bed with jfk is i that got, what, is that what you're i saying? got that i got that jfk energy yeah yeah i got that playboy energy um yeah, there it is but yeah so it was a nicer hotel really cold it was like in the 40s when we got there and it was like uh 80 it was like 90 when we left from dallas so um, oh yeah i will say yeah. that i didn't i like i knew what the weather was going to be like prior um but i didn't bring anything to sort of you know prepare myself for this weather at all well how how could you you had the spirit backpack you you, yeah, you, couldn't, right. you didn't have the space <laughs> exactly I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have the space for anything i only had enough space for an extra pair of underwear <laughs> and uh but i i just didn't bring anything that would like help me out in the cold so i, I did bring a pair of pants i was wearing a pair of pants um oh, i'm glad <laughs> and a t-shirt so i was out i was out and about walking down 
um, Chicago and the city of Chicago and a and a t-shirt and some jeans. So did you did you try the deep dish pizza? Okay, yes. Uh, that's what I was going to lead into. So um, I had already mentioned to Lindsay before that I wanted to try a Chicago deep dish pizza um, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's something that uh, Chicago is very like you know well known for. Um, and so Mario might have something else to say about Chicago. I don't know. I feel like in terms of food, in terms of food, I feel like people know about the Chicago deep dish. Um, that's true. The, or uh, Giordano's with, with George, uh, Giovanni's, whatever the name is. But yeah, they have a, a famous pizzeria over there. Uh, yes, it's like it sounds like a loom. Sounds like loom. It sounds like Luminati. That's what the name of Luminati's or Matani. I already forgot the name of it. There's a famous Chicago uh, deep dish pizzeria. And uh, it was only five minutes away from the uh, hotel. And mm-hmm. I told Lindsay, I had already mentioned to her before that I wanted to get deep dish there. And so she kept bringing it up to her family about getting deep dish. And uh, no one was really catching on. But so <laughs> after like a day of walking stuff, we decided like, screw it, we're just going to go here to this place. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's called Lou Miniato's or Miniato, something like that. Oh my God, I forgot the name. Anyways, um, it was only a five minute walk. So we said, yeah, let's do it. We got a large deep dish. And I will say it's one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Oh, come on. You've been to New York. This is okay. Uh, for everybody who listened before, uh, Mariel took me to a Sbarro's. I felt like Michael Scott from The Office took me to Sbarro's and said, this is the best pizza in New York. Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't those, take you to Sbarro's. This but... frozen pizza that they reheated in their fake brick oven. Um, it was a food court. It was rats, were rats running around the back. This was a food court. Disregard. Food court pizza and everybody's like, mm, it's so good. They're dogging it. And uh, like, yo, this is Barrows, you know, like they got this everywhere. Hey, let um, me tell you something. Uh, New York City's 99 cent slice is better than Chicago's pizza. Now, have I had okay. Chicago's pizza? No, but okay, we're just so, talking. <laughs> so that's false. <laughs> now, for people listening, no, New York, there's a reason why it's 99 cents. Um, that's what I'm saying. Our pizza is superior no matter which way you cut it. No way, no pun intended, but um i you know i almost had chicago i almost had chicago pizza because the giordano's or whatever there's like the famous chain in chicago they had one in vegas when i went to vegas uh last year and i almost had it but then i opted against it yeah okay well (laughs) well you missed out here's the deal no this place they i did see that they like uh ship the pizzas like they have it's like a whole thing over there in chicago Oh, it's 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 frozen, and then they ship it to the. Is that what you're just saying? Yeah, like like uh, <laughs> like in Chicago. No, it's not just that place. Usually, let me if I'm. It's not just that place. I think it's like a lot of places in Chicago who are like uh, they have like these whatever it is they're famous for. They've mm-hmm. all kind of grouped together and and have like this catalog of things they can freeze and ship over. Mm-hmm. Now this place, this place, it tasted this tasted fresh. Um, you have to, uh-huh. you have to give them, uh, forty five minute head heads up. Um, before they make your pizza um, because it takes them 45 minutes to create that the deep dish 45 minutes an hour um, and I will tell you it was one of the best pizzas I've ever had it was really good well now now I know why New York will never adopt the deep dish model because ain't no one got time yeah. to wait 45 minutes and that's why you don't settle and that's how you know they're reheating up Sbarro's uh, <laughs> frozen pizza Nine nine cents. I think they're selling ninety nine cents on little hot dog carts because hey, ninety nine cents. The ninety nine cents stuff is a little sus. I'll give you that because yeah. I mean, if you're selling it for a buck, that means it must it must cost you what fifty cents to make. Yeah. Then what? what, what I mean, that cost? is no. They're making eighty percent on that, so they it costs them twenty cents <laughs> to make that slice of pizza. <laughs> even maybe even I'm less. Just like, damn, like a whole pie makes you cost you three dollars to make. Like you just start thinking about the math. That's, <laughs> Wait a second. That's- Crazy. Where does this cheese come from? <laughs> yeah. Why is it rubbery for? All this question to be asked. Now, this, uh, listen, it was one of the best. Was it the best? I'm not entirely sure yet. I haven't decided mm. that. Um, but it was really good. And I will say it's different also. It was, since it is deep dish, I feel like it's considered in its own like league. It wasn't like a regular slice of pizza. It was, it's like, more saucy, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it a it's, bunch like, of sauce? It's, it's, it's like a lot of sauce. Like, And this one has like ripe tomatoes, like real tomato chunks on there and stuff. And the crust is like thicker, you know, it's like a, almost like pie crust. And sometimes like, you know, yeah, that's, it's bit, that's different. It's a little bit different. So I wouldn't say like it's on the same level as another regular slice of pizza. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I tried it. It was good. I felt like Fisher Al Capone 
was hid there during his his reign of terror. Um, so I was visiting all the places. I was I was getting all that energy and manifesting it you know, for myself on the, on the trip back. Um, I didn't see the bean. I know I have the bean right here in my background. I had saw it the first time I went to Chicago, um, so I didn't feel like there was a need to go take a look at it again. I'm pretty sure it looked the same. That's like the um, only. That's like the only landmark I know. Yeah, like I, I think that's like the only famous thing in Chicago. Like, like people know, like, oh, let's go see the, the silver bean that everybody goes to. And Willis, I guess the, the Willis Tower, or, um, the big, the big tower. Okay, so there, yeah, that's how you know Mario. Yeah, Mario likes real estate. He's the only one who'd be excited to go see the tower. Yeah, I'm, oh. I, I, I'm a big tall skyscraper fan. So, <laughs> I did see the river, um, like the you know the river that they usually like dye green when it's like same. Yeah. That that's cool. That looks cool. It looked like it still had um, <laughs> some shades of green in there. Yeah, it looked like it still had some shades of green in there because it was. I was like, "Is the watch just look like this?" Um, it was Might still just be a little, dirty. Maybe it was still a little green. Um, but yeah, it was nice. I was freezing um, because, like I said, I only had a t-shirt on. And everybody was looking at me a little weird. Like, why does he just have a t-shirt on? Um, there was still there was a lot of people walking. So, like I said, everybody's kind of like, oh, "Is Corona thing or not?" Um, that's how they were acting um but yeah like i said it was pretty cool um her family is is super cool really great people um they're from they're from a small town in michigan um called niles and so Mm -hmm. um it's sort of like nowhere i don't don't know how to describe where it's at um it's like really small town vibes when you go there like they have like the the star quarterback that everybody knows you know like sports is big like Oh, yeah, wow. quarterback that everybody knows in the city and like their family is like famous popular like for that for their little town um yeah. so like you go there like everybody knows who they are and mm-hmm. the, you know and like all their kids are, like athletes and so like they're just kind of like, like friday night lights yeah it's like that there's like big names there in that in that town miles michigan and yeah. so no but they're real cool they're they're Steelers, they're Steelers fans um and so people were listening i'm a cowboys fan so I usually don't tell people I'm a Cowboys fan because that's uh, good. Uh, <laughs> well, because yeah, a lot of people don't like the Cowboys. Um, but no, but you know they're fine. They they I don't think they like that I'm a Cowboys fan, but they're fine with it. But I think like out here's all I'll say like we're we're, we're kind of there in this room, and there's like a lot of stuff going on. Like, this is a family that you kind of see in like movies where it's just like like a bunch of things are going on. And me, I just love watching when when people are doing. And so I like sitting in my corner and I like just watching things unfold. And, uh, and their dad, um, he's not that old. He's a little bit of like younger dad, maybe in his like, you know, 40s. And he's just like out of left field, just comes out of nowhere. He's just like, let's, like, let's go walk up some alleys. Let's go check out some alleys. And I was like, what? What's he, what's he talking to? Because over on the left side, they have this little baby and they're like, have the baby and they're just pretending like he's a machine, like it's a machine gun. So they're like, like doing this to the kid and this other kid over here is crying and these other people over here laughing and like who's he talking to when he comes out of left field just saying hey let's walk up some alleys and like no one's listening to him and so i'm like yeah i'm down <laughs> he looked at me like he's excited <laughs> i was like i guess we're gonna go walk up some alleys um surprised you said that you if anyone said that to a new yorker we would be the first to opt out we'd be like uh well we'll see you back here if you yeah. make it back <laughs> well here's the deal. here's why i relate to him because when on when i got out of the hotel in the morning and i was walking i saw this little alley and it looked like straight out of a movie um like this this alley like i hadn't seen an alley like this before um it was like the i should have taken a picture because it, it felt like uh, have you seen the movie joker um, it felt like it was straight from the movie Joker or something like like it was just, seen the movie Joker. Like there was like some steam coming out over here, but it was it was like clean. There was like a mural. The lighting was like perfect. And I was just like, I want yeah. to walk down, like walk down this alley, even though like it wasn't Joker was, in New York. I think I think that was filmed in New yeah, York. Yeah, so. I think I'm pretty sure it was filmed in New York. Um in the bad part, but um <laughs> that's all of it. Anyways, the like I said, so when he when he mentioned going up alleys, I thought to myself, well. Uh, I wanted to go up an alley earlier. Maybe this is a sign. Um, no, but we didn't go. We didn't go up any alleys, uh, unfortunately. But like I said, good time, fun, fun people. Um, traveling, eh, it was all right. On the way back, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Um, I feel like I, I didn't really see too too much of Chicago, um, but I guess it means I have to go back another time. Yeah, I've never I've never been to Chicago. I want to go. Well, I, I I've been to the airport, but I um yeah, I want to go explore the city a bit. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I had been to the airport before. Um, and so when I first got there, like I said, we keep flown in from, from Spirit. So they gave us the Spirit Terminal in Chicago. So I was looking around, I'm like, is this Chicago airport? Is this O'Hare airport? Um, yeah, I was just in like the lower, the lower ends of <laughs> the O'Hare airport. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like I said, fun time, cool city, a lot of history. Um, I'm pretty sure I was at everywhere that the presidents and Al Capone and pretty sure Marilyn you were Monroe and I was there. I was with Louis Armstrong. I was there with all of them. Doubt uh, it. Every spot that they hit up, I was there. Um, but yeah, so that was my weekend this past weekend. Um, and there was, you know, I left Friday. We we have, you know, I mentioned before we have a dog. I had to leave the dog with my my parents. Uh, my mom left for Mother's Day weekend. Um, with her mom my grandmother and so they went to san antonio so my dad and my brother were the ones who to take care of the dog and my brother had to work and he went out with friends so it was my dad who ended up getting left with with the dog um Mm -hmm. so i was constantly getting texts about when we were coming back and uh he told me that clean up the big dog poops that she left in the backyard and he was stressing out he was stressing out so that was a that was a fun experience having to uh, um, like you know think about her when we were gone. At least I thought like no pooping on the bed um, because she had done that before. Um, but yeah, that's that's one job that you. That's how you know owners really gotta love their pet, man. I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to to pick that up every day after walking a dog. Oh um, no, like I know when um, I know like when Lindsay first got the the dog, I was like kind of like you know, I'm not picking a poop. Like, it's not my dog. I'm not picking that up. <laughs> now that I've known her, now that I've been with the dog for so long, I see her every day. Um, it's a little bit easier. In the backyard, I, I just let her go. Like, it's free range. You go take care of it. I'm not doing anything. But when we're walking, I, I yeah, I do have to pick it up. I usually double bag it. Um, yeah. Because it just grosses me out. <laughs> well, like, one thing is, like, when it's, like, little rocks. But then what if it's, like, mushy? Oh, it's like, wet oh. or something. <laughs> yeah. And our dog, hers is always wet. <laughs> you never have rocks it's just slimy every single oh, okay time. well fair. well <laughs> my dad said that she was like she would use it and then like walk a few steps and then drop another like load and then walk a few steps and then drop another load she was <laughs> backed up i don't know what for um, yeah but i didn't see him but we'll have to bring on psycho john and talk about that next yeah. time <laughs> yeah but uh how so how was how was new york though even though you were working, was it uh, busy this weekend? Anything going on? It was Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, it's good. Man. My my my, uh, my mom just flew to DR, so she uh, <laughs> she just flew to DR this past on Sunday morning. So I hung out with her on Saturday, for, and that was kind of our pre Mother's Day yeah. get together. And now she's in DR, so she's living up. She's living her best life, and she she left us peasants over here. Yeah. <laughs> now is it DR or is it the DR? I like to say the DR for people listening. My yo, we'll say DR, but let's try to figure um, out what this what this really is. What was the correct way? I don't think I've ever heard a Dominican say the DR. I don't think anyone ever. I don't think any Dominican has ever said that. That's usually a, a foreigner who would say something like. That. Is it the Dominican Republic or is it just Dominican Republic? Uh, that's different. Yeah, so I would say the Dominican Republic. That's only because it ends in Republic, though. Well, like, you yeah. know, it's a thing. So, yeah, so I just, you know, I'm just trying to clarify. We're just trying to figure it out here. We're just talking. Um, but, like, when we hear the, it feels like Dominican Republic would have to have the Dominican Republic. It does. So, so DR, what is, that's an acronym, I assume. What's DR stand for? The Dominican well, Republic. Oh. <laughs> I, I played there myself there. there. Yeah, yeah, that's not fair. I said it. I said it. Well, you get the point. It's DR. Um, so she 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 she's in DR now, so she's having a good time now. So um, ho- hopefully I'll go I'll get there uh, later this year. But uh, yeah, my weekend was uh you know just hanging out, seeing everybody. The problem with me is I worked in Williamsburg, and Williamsburg was like a very like brunch and coffee and, and park. I, I I work right in front of a park, and so on Saturdays and Sundays I'm just seeing everybody oh, like in their street clothes, having brunch, yeah, <laughs> having a great time, and I'm just like walking around with my slacks, like crying. Yeah, because you got to go to work. And, right. I, and for people who are not listening, Mariel is a big breakfast person. Um, mm. He has to have breakfast in the morning. I'm one of those people, like, I'll skip breakfast and go straight to lunch. Um, Mariel needs, needs to have breakfast. So even if it's 12 o'clock, he'll have breakfast first, and then an hour later have lunch. 
Um, but so well, if you problems, so go on, Leah, let me hear it. Yeah, well, the problem with that is though, uh, we we run into problems that I, I forget what I was talking to with this about, but um, the, how do you decide which, what do you eat for breakfast usually? I, I, there's only really two things, right? There's only eggs or something egg related, yeah, or there's or sweets, like a lot of which bread. is, yeah, sweat, yeah, there's sweats, sweets, yep, I don't feel like a lot of breads. Um, I, yeah, I, I would agree. I usually don't eat breakfast, like, I grew up, my mom. My mom had this bad thing of like, uh, she would, I don't know, she just didn't really want breakfast and she'd rather have lunch. And so she kind of just did that with you know me growing up. So as a kid, like, even if I was hungry, she would just be like, well, let's just wait for lunch, you know? Even I, if I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> then that's how I grew up. That's so that like, I've, I, right now, like, usually when people get like hangry when they haven't eaten, um, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't have that. I don't know. What, I don't know what that really is. I don't experience that often because um, the way I grew up was like, I ate whenever she felt like she was hungry. Yeah, you were um, trained. So, you were trained to be. Yeah, hungry. so she wasn't hungry till two. Like we weren't eating until two, and that was just it. And so that's how I grew up. So like breakfast for me is not really a thing. If anything, I get nauseated um, from eating breakfast. Um, so I totally skip bre- breakfast and breakfast way of foods. But I think it's because, like you said, there's not that much of a, I think diversity, right? When it comes to like breakfast type foods, um, it's all very like heavy um or like you know like you said it has to have something with egg um and i'm not a big egg person i can have like after a, an egg and a half like i'm already like oh this is too much egg i can't do it well that's the thing like if you're not a, exactly so if you're not an egg person that takes away approximately 50 percent of the breakfast options in yeah. the world and so of course you're not going to be a breakfast person because then it's like well, i gotta eat pancakes every day yeah and uh i'm not a big sweets person uh like in terms right. of cakes and stuff like that so um donuts and all that stuff is out of the way and everybody knows how i feel about bagels i just feel like too much bread um so breakfast is not really my uh forte um but like you said are you are you a a parfait fan parfait it's like yogurt and uh granola and berries Um, yeah those are those depending on where you get them from those are nice um i would say that uh i don't know i don't really have that many parfaits i don't know like there's not too many places that sell parfait unless you're going to like a restaurant or like a brunch spot or something. But no one's just out here just selling parfait. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you come come get some coffee and parfait, you know. Well, that's the problem. It could all be so simple, but there's just there's some things where there's just not enough. Uh, there's not enough variety, and there's not enough places to get them. Parfait is one of them. Like uh, the only place, the immediate thing that comes to mind right now is McDonald's. Who wants McDonald's parfait? <laughs> now, yeah, uh, I I just get sick off of all breakfast foods. It doesn't even it doesn't matter. I think if you consider it a breakfast food, like I'm just gonna get nauseated after it. I can have a, a cheeseburger though at 9 a.m. <laughs> or a steak, <laughs> a steak or something like that. Like that's not gonna affect me at all. But yeah, so you're actually you you just you're fine with lunch and dinner foods. You just can't. Yeah, have breakfast I just cannot have breakfast foods for some reason. Something yeah. about it just gets me nauseated. Something must have happened in my past, in my in my trauma, some type of childhood trauma there that I'm yeah. not aware, that I'm not aware of. Um, but yeah, so it must be hard for you though, right? Because if you have to go to work on a Sunday, uh, they're just doing a bunch of brunch things and it's not until later in the day. Um, so you're, you're just kind of stuck having to to wait a little bit with your limited yeah. variety of foods. Yeah, I mean, I don't really usually get hangry that often. I mean. I do need my coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. Do you drink coffee? I don't think I, you, you no, do, right? I I do not drink coffee for anybody listening. I'm not a coffee drinker. I believe that coffee has the opposite effect on me. Um, instead of making me... So it sounds like breakfast foods all over again. <laughs> instead of making me awake and alert, like I wish I could feel that with other people because people drink coffee and it like, gives them life in the morning. It's me, yeah. It gives them like the ability to like get their day started and get things going. And yeah. for me, I feel like coffee has the opposite effect. The caffeine just makes me want to knock out and go to sleep. Um, so I don't, I've never had like that experience with coffee. So I just don't, I just don't drink it. But I do envy the coffee drinkers because y'all guys have a lot of uh, like, you know, different things y'all do with the coffee. It looks good. You know, y'all guys are all drinking it. It looks good and yeah. definitely hyped up afterwards. It does feel like a superpower a little bit. Like if I'm like today, I was sleepy at like 3 30, 4 o'clock, but I knew that my second cup, I so I do two cups a day. But I so I knew my second cup was around 4 35. Yeah. And I knew I was gonna get those extra two, three hours of just another bolt of energy. So yeah. So I mean, in a way, coffee is like a drug, you know. 
Um, yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. And you're you're an addict and you were getting hyped up about your second dose. <laughs> hey, like, it ain't a it ain't a problem as long as I can get it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll just shoot up some extra coffee. Again. It's only a problem when there's a limited supply. That's funny. Have you ever uh I remember back in school and we have a fraternity brother Joel, and he was with these just some weird people back in school. And he had one friend who would snort caffeine. Um, and some way he thought like that was gonna give him like a extra, I don't know, boost of energy by like going straight through his nasal cavity. Um, I don't know. Uh, when you thing. say when you say caffeine, you mean coffee, I'm guessing? Well, yeah. So I think what he would do is he was sort of like when you know you grind up uh coffee beans, just like really yeah, fine, yeah. you know, like espresso almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would just like sniff it, sniff Jeez. it up, and and somehow he believed that was gonna um uh, like, well, I, yeah, I'm not sure if that's really how that works. Um, I I have heard I think in like Hawaii and like Pacific Island um, cultures, um, uh, people do take uh, whole beans and kind of uh, stick them in between their gums and their upper lip and just kind of keep them there and kind of suck on them a bit. Yeah. Um, and that is uh that that yeah. that that does that does bring the effect of caffeine much quicker. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Well, more more uh ammo for why caffeine is sort of like a drug. I guess right. People are, or people are doing it like as if it was cocaine, just rubbing on their gum. I've never done cocaine, so I don't know how people do it, but I'm doing all my stuff based off of movies and stuff. Yeah, um, that's good to know. But yeah, no, I'm not a, I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't eat ice cream. I'm not a big fan of ice cream at all. Um, oh no, I'm not a big fan of ice cream that much. What's your, what's your favorite dessert? Um. That's kind of hard, like I said, because I don't, I'm not like a dessert person where I'm like, I got to have a dessert. I think uh, I like, let me think to myself here. I, I will say this. I'm addicted to milk. I know people are going to be like, that's gross. I, I'm addicted to milk. Uh, that's terribly I, gross. I do actually do remember you drinking uh, glasses of milk at, at uh, in our cafeteria at school. Yeah. Yeah. I, I drink milk. Um, like it's yeah. nobody's, nobody's problem. I'll have like, I. I've limited myself recently um, and because I realized maybe milk is not so good for me. Um, and so I, uh, I haven't really, I really don't be drinking. I haven't been drinking that much milk at all. Um, I don't buy milk at all or anymore either. Um, but sometimes I will get my hand on, on a little pint or um, recently. <laughs> recently one, of those, one of those little yeah, pints. <laughs> that's what I've been allowing myself to, to get. But my grandmother recently gave me a gallon mm. uh, she didn't, that she didn't want of two percent milk and that was the biggest mistake she could have done because <laughs> pretty much the whole gallon was gone by the end of the day Jeez. Um, because that that right there i can go through milk like nobody's business and when i have milk is when i do i, I am ready to have some type of dessert um so if it's like chocolate cake or like sugar cookies or anything that anything that's like a pastry yeah gosh, and and like i'll just have one slice of cake and that'll just be like warn me warn enough to have like six glasses of milk <laughs> because like i'll just like I'll, I'll take a bite and i just like drink the whole cup just to, like i don't know that's so interesting i've never i don't think i know anybody else who's, who who likes milk that much yeah i don't know how, i don't know what what the deal is and like i know people my dad loves trying to like tell me of how gross milk is and he always likes to say that's like cow puss and all this other Ugh. stuff and i was like listen i love it though it must be something good about cow puss that i like um, because I'm downing it like it's nobody's business. It's so good. Yeah. I have you tried um have you tried lactate? Yeah, that's fake milk. My <laughs> my so my my grandmother, that's why she gave me that gallons because she drinks lac lactate, right? Without mm-hmm. lactose, I guess basically. Right. Um, I could I can't do it. My body knows like something and so you know how they say like humans can't really um like digest milk or like we're not made right for those for cow's milk. Like that's right. Is not normal if you really think that's about the it. lactose yeah um i think my body is i think that it's <laughs> i think that it's just like i have some type of mutation and i'm able to he said i think it. he said i think i'm evolved <laughs> <laughs> listen i i think that i have some type of mutation um that's allowed me to uh basically process milk because i think that's the only way i'm able to just consume a lot of it and like nothing no problem with me i'm not lactose intolerant or anything clearly <laughs> Yeah, no, she drinks the lactate and my brother um, likes that mute milk better too, just because they, so 
substitute in order. I mean, they, they add sugar to it to make it taste better. Um, and so he likes it because it just tastes sweeter. Um, mm. And I'm not a big fan of, uh, of that, that milk. I, I've tried almond milk before. Soy milk. Can't do it either. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I tried tricking myself into thinking it was okay, um, but it feels like I'm <laughs> it was okay. But here's the deal: like I, I'm not a big uh, like drink uh, drinker of like different drinks, anyways. Like cokes. Um, mm-hmm. Here, in, for people who don't know, in Texas, we call all sodas. What do you guys call them? Oh. Pop up there. We call. Uh, them, nope. We just say soda. We call. Um, we call them all cokes. Uh, and so I remember that being a thing here. I, I, I forgot when I was. Someone asked me if you wanted a Coke, or I was like, no, I don't want, I didn't want a Coke. I forgot how it went down. I was like, I don't drink Coke. They're like, oh, we have Sprite. We have, I'm like, no, I mean, like, I don't drink uh, sodas, as you guys describe it. So you call every soda Coke? Yeah, every soda here is called Coke. Like, if you say, I don't drink Cokes, it means, like, you don't drink all types of, like, sodas, I guess. It's, it's hard. I don't think anybody ever says, like, oh, you want a soda? It's like, do you want a, do you want a Coke? And, or what about if you or do you want to? I mean, so does that mean that you like all of them? If you like cokes, that means you like all of them. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> no, if if you're like, yeah, I like cokes, then you you usually have to specify which you know ones you like. Um, mm. no, no one here takes coke as like as face value. So like you're like, oh, I like coke, and it's like, oh, you only like Coca Cola. It's like if you say like coke, if you say I want a coke, and then they say like, all right, what kind of coke do you want? Um, you know. Mm. Or what kind of, uh, yeah, I'll take a coke, something like that. Maybe, maybe the Texas language just isn't that developed yet. And so maybe just... I think we're just evolved. I think the Texas language is just evolved to just not waste time sometimes, you know? Mm, well, um, yeah, right. And so, uh, no, I, I don't know. We, that's just one of the weirder things that we do here. We also have uh, pickles. Pickles are like a big thing here um, for some reason. I don't know that's a thing everywhere, but like snow cones will have like pickle flavored snow cone. Like there's like pickle oh. flavored um there's some like uh beers out there they're like pickle pickle flavor like beer um it's just like a thing here when we go to the movie theaters they sell um jumbo pickles that you people you have with your popcorn and stuff like it's just a thing at the movie theater at the movie theater yeah if you go to the movie theater it's like you have popcorn you have your cokes that you can have and then uh hot dogs and there's like jumbo pickles and i didn't realize I didn't realize people like pickles. You know, until the, the moment I did realize it was when Lay's uh, came out with a pickle-flavored pickle potato yeah. chip. And I said, oh, this must be a thing. <laughs> yeah, people like like pickle-flavored things. I'm not a big fan of pickles. Um, I'm, I'm, they're okay. Uh, I think I, I think part of me is just, like, by nature, it's just to, like, do the opposite of what's, like, popular for everybody else. Well, you also don't like, uh, but I, I know this about Isai, but he, he, he's not a big fan of... Uh, pickled and like uh expired juices and and because you, don't you have an issue with tequila too oh yeah I, well listen here's a deal about like alcohols in general like i can smell like whenever i smell them um like tequila i've smelled tequila and uh whenever i smell tequila it smells like bacteria <laughs> it smells like uh what bacteria is so like for you know, for be listening and know that I have like this background in biology, um, I would have to go in these lab classes, and during these labs, I would have to work with, you know, depending on what class it was, but a lot of them would have to deal with like different types of bacteria that you would put on these like dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, being all up in there for like multiple hours, like I've become accustomed to what like a bacteria smell is. Yeah, and um. And whenever I would smell tequila, oof, gross, uh, smell like uh, bacteria. Um, and so I, I can't smell it. But yeah, expired juices, I feel like everybody would have a thing against expired juices. No, some people like pickled things, like pickles, but also... Uh... Oh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big fan of, of like pickled, like... Uh, like kimchi, know. kimchi in, in Korean food, like that, like, uh, which is like pickled... Uh, cabbage yeah yeah so like that i love that stuff mm. for example i thought i did i think i tried it and i realized like no i don't like that i don't like pickled cabbage um yeah no i'm not a big fan of pickled things i just don't like the 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 brine is like just like it's basically like salt old salty water it is it's like salty vinegar type of thing yeah I, yeah I, I old salty vinegar water i'm not i'm not a big fan of uh of those type of things like i said i i think i've tried to 
like things that people don't like. Uh, that's not true. I don't know. I, I try to think that I'm not picky. Um, one thing that I detest the most are onions. I, really? I, I hate onions. I will eat onions, though, which is... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I detest onions. I, I They gross me out. And I, if you put onion in any dish, I'll taste the onion. Um, I, I, that was, like, that's always been a thing for me. Like, if I have mm. food and, like, I'll, I'll, like, taste... As soon as, like, I, I taste a little bit of the onion or, like, a piece of, like, raw onion, like, is the texture I can fill in my tongue, like, that's it. I can't eat the dish no more because I don't trust the whole dish. And so, well, that might that that just might be the your, your uh, trusting issues that you have. Well, world. no, that's just like I I don't I if you put onions on like McDonald's burgers, they love to put like those small little onions. Oh yeah, I yeah. can't. I just throw the whole. I, I have to throw the whole thing away. I cannot. It grosses me out the taste <laughs> of onion. Now, when I'm having tacos, I'll put like when they're like diced up, I might have a little bit of like two or three that I'll put on there um, because I add a bunch of stuff to it, so it, it doesn't really. It hides it, yeah. It kind of hides it, and so I am able to get to whatever flavor that people love about onion. But um, besides that, and I'll have onion rings. I'll have onion rings, um, <laughs> which is just fried onion. Exactly, <laughs> but, which is actually not that that's different at all. The, but that's the limit. After that, no more. I cannot mm. do onion. Um, mm. It grosses me out, and anybody knows me knows I just I hate it. I, and, the moment I'm telling you, the moment I, you can't give me anything, if it's like a little pasta dish or yeah. anything, the moment I taste the onion, I'm going to throw up. Speaking of onion, that's another thing. Vegetables where they don't have enough options. It's like they don't have small batches of vegetables. I've been, trying, I, I, I've been thinking about this for a while now. Why okay. don't stores and grocery stores sell vegetables in like single day packs? Why Haven't you noticed that if you go to buy salad or like vegetables or anything, it comes in like this week supply and so, like, if you if you live by yourself, a lot of it goes to waste because you're not going to use all that. Because, okay. You know. So that must be the bodegas that he's talking about. <laughs> uh, I've always been able to go to a store and buy a single onion if I wanted. I don't know. Well, no, you, right, right, know right. You could buy you could buy the produce, but I mean more like leaves, um, like peppers. Or I guess you can buy a single pepper, uh, but even that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, um, like bag or like salad, know, salads and like stuff a, like that. Yeah, like kale, Usually, like a bag or, of kale, or like uh, broccoli. I know that they don't ever have like smaller packages. Like, what if I just want broccoli for tonight's meal? Right. Um, or gr- but I gotta buy. Yeah, I gotta buy a big bag of broccoli, and right. it goes bad. And my, and my, yeah, that I that I do agree with. Um, in some in certain circumstances. Or, or you know, or you know what? What I think what I've noticed now that I that I live, um, that I basically cook for myself now, and grinds my gears the most. Okay. Buying avocados. Buying. <laughs> <laughs> Buying avocados is the worst because when you're planning to have avocados for dinner that day, you go to the supermarket and they never have avocados that are ready. Oh, yeah, the avocados are never ready when you want. So them. you basically, so you basically have to plan ahead for avocados. Yeah. So you go, so you go and you buy one or two or three, and then then plans change. You end up having leftovers. Yep, and, you end up and then the avocados bad. Yep. And then they go bad. The avocados bad. Yeah. That's how the avocado industry is, I think, is staying alive. A lot is due to that is because you, you, if you want avocado for dinner, you're already three days late. Yeah, exactly. Because you should have planned that last week uh, to get the avocado so it's ready for you tonight. Exactly. Um, so when you do go get the avocado, it is like hard as a rock. And so then you're like, all right, well, then I'll, have, I'll eat it with tacos on Thursday. But then guess what? Thursday's got a special two for one somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So you realize, you know what? I mean, you forget about it. You forget the avocados are there. Yeah, that's why maybe that's why you go to Chipotle or you go to anywhere that sells like Mexican food and the add on for an avocado is like three dollars more. Like maybe, maybe they're they're yeah, because they because they've been planning ahead of time, (laughs) you're paying for them having it there available to you because everywhere else in the world, the avocados are going to be available for you until next week. Avocados are such an issue, we need to do something about this. (laughs) Yeah, and I wonder if there's like a schedule of like when, like, is there only a certain day every Every week, there's a certain day that all avocados and like within this day are just ready. There right? has it must to be, be, right? It must be. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter what stores. Like they're all the same amount of ripeness at the exact same time. So they all right, all right. ready at one time, which is crazy. So it's like on a Thursday, everybody can have an avocado on Thursday, and you don't realize like how much the avocado industry is controlling you. You don't even get to control it. You think you have a, a play in it um you know a decision to make but no they own you you they decided on thursday is the only day you can really have an avocado 
Yeah, and then, they know they know what you're having for dinner before you do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're all saying, "Listen, we know that based off of the percentage amount of people in the world, at least forty percent of them are having tacos tonight based off of avocado ripeness." Right. Um. Yeah, I never thought about that. You're right. You're Good right. problem. I I think that um, yeah. About besides that, I don't know about any other vegetables. Though I feel like a lot of vegetables you can kind of just get, um, freely. You know. Now that I, I like you say you you said you've been cooking I've been cooking for myself too and you know what chicken though like frozen chicken always comes in like big bag big like amount. well and if and if it's in a smaller more efficient one it's usually more expensive yeah that's yeah they get you. exactly and if you want like, only want a few pieces it's like ten dollars just for that and I think to myself right. well this chicken over here I'm getting twenty four pieces for like eight bucks just that's an exaggeration that's not true I'm very I'm very much uh, I'm very much the type of person that I I'll, I'll go into the store and I'm looking at like the unit price and I'm like well, yes per dollar what does that even mean yeah. like, oh eight 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 bounty rolls of, of paper towel well for five bucks well what how does that compare to the other one so I'm very much of that person yeah I, I I also do the same I'm always I'm thinking myself wait a second but then I think to myself do I want it's quality over quantity do I want the chicken that lived a good life or do I want the chicken that was like oh you know obese and couldn't walk for most of his life and he got sent to walk he <laughs> got sent to the processor and I'm eating it and which makes me laugh I'm not thinking we're talking about chicken it made me think about uh you know when you look at the chicken packages and it says with rib meat um I I for everybody listening here this is how I am I I like to say I'm a little bit of a smarter person but this is how I know I am a little bit dumb at times mm-hmm. and but listen when you hear this right now, you're going to think, oh, wow, he's dumb. But let me tell you, if I'm dumb, then the people people who listen to me were dumber. All right. Because what happened was I, we, we, back in school, we would sort of host these events for our fraternity. And one of them was like, we would basically make taquitos and sell them. Um, the taquitos are just, you know, wrapped tortilla and chicken and fried. Yeah. And um, so we would have to go buy like, you know, big amounts of chicken in order to cook it and put in these taquitos. And me being like trying to be thinking about everybody, um, I was, you know, I wanted to make sure that we were having chicken. We were having like, you know, when you go like get sausage or something, it's like chicken, beef and pork all mixed together. Right, right. I, I didn't want to do anything like that because well, there's people who don't eat pork, people who don't eat beef or something. Right. Well, I would read the chicken package and it would say like it had rib meat. And so I, I would, I honestly, God believe that rib meat was like ribs from like cows or something like cow rib and i think to myself like why how are they and then i would always think to myself too like how they cut this chicken off the bone and why would they add rib meat rib meat to a per like purposely why would they add it looks like a whole chicken breast why would they purposely inject like right. the rib meat in there you're like and they so, did this on purpose <laughs> yeah and so we would have these events i remember one time i went and i convinced them all that we couldn't get this it was a little bit cheaper to get you know the bulk chicken but i was like we can't get it, it says rib meat so we had to pay, we, we paid a little bit extra for the better chicken because it said no rib meat on there um mm-hmm. because i was told everybody i convinced everybody that this rib meat had beef in it um until a little bit later that i realized wait a second rib meat is just saying i was like wait chickens have ribs also this is all they're saying is that there's pieces of meat from the rib of the chicken and it's not yeah not all breast it's not all breast and I just thought it was funny because I convinced a lot of people that that chicken with rib meat meant it had cow beef. Um, you're over here, you're over here thinking, you're over here uh, having everyone in in Carlisle concerned over the, yeah, the Walmart I, I, chicken. I, mean, I had a good amount of people concerned over this chicken. They're like, "Oh wow, what have we been doing? We've been feeding people beef." No, yeah, you just <laughs> you just had a little bit of rib meat from the from the chicken. So chickens have ribs too. Um, just for everybody wondering. Moral of the story. Moral of the story: Chickens have ribs. Um, but yeah. So, well, I think that uh, I think that was a good amount that we talked about here. Um, yeah, man, it was uh, nice to hear about your trip to Chicago. Um, you know, it was a good little chat here. Definitely, and uh, hopefully, you can get some avocados that will be ripe. Um, by Gotta plan time, ahead. By the time you get them, yeah, plan ahead and and make sure there's nothing else going on. Um, for you to, to you do that and hopefully you can sort of um, experience more breakfast options in the in the future maybe there are going to be some things going on um, some you know you maybe have you ever had a sausage roll I guess before we end it, have you ever had a sausage roll before that's a sausage bre- roll I'm not a big yeah, sausage like, fan like, to uh, begin with. like a pigs in a blanket I think is what people call them here here in Dallas 
um, we have donut shops. We call them donut shops because every every thing is it's, it's like a shop, and everyone has a sign that just says donut on there. It doesn't say anything else. There's no name for the place. It says donut. There's a sign that says donut, and so we just call them donut shops. And I feel like they're they're it's always run by like some type of Korean like Korean people, and mm-hmm. um, every single donut shop is like I'm like I'm starting to think like it's a whole conspiracy like they all it's like one big family they own these shops everywhere across dallas because they it's make just donuts. it's just a storefront that says donut on it it's a storefront and random places like but you'll find them like you know it takes you a few blocks and you're gonna hit another donut shop and Yo, just says, that is that's so funny that you said that because we new york recently had a big conspiracy theory with a mattress firm did they have mattress firm in dallas yeah we have mattress firms yeah so in New York, uh, like I think it was like last summer, there was this big conspiracy theory where, where people were basically like, oh, wait a second, why are there so many mattress firm stores? And B, has anybody ever seen a customer in those stores? <laughs> so oh, yeah, people, I think I did hear about that. They were like fronts for something, right? Yeah, well, basically people started digging into it and they were like, is this even legit? Like, why are there yeah. so many? And it was basically like, why are there two in this shopping district? Like, it was just like so sus. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's exactly what it is with these donut shops. It's like, why is there so many donut shops? Um, mm-hmm. And they make identical. I'm talking about every donut's identical. You can go this one to that one. And they, they all serve these things and they call them sausage rolls. And it's basically like this link of uh, sausage link and this like bread, like this warm bread. Um, and they're everywhere and i mean are they good yeah like it's like heaven in your mouth when you eat them but um they're everywhere okay. and, they, and they all make them the exact same way and i'm wondering what is what's going on so maybe that's something we'll have to discuss or evaluate next time because yeah get us get us some pictures of uh, uh post uh, a picture on instagram I'll, I'll post some pictures for your everybody to, there's one right nearby <laughs> they incorporated a yogurt berry into it they're, oh, wow. they're they're evolving but um mm. yeah because there's just one in every corner um and we just have so many and I don't know what's going on. And then maybe we can look into the mattress room thing. But yeah, yeah. It was, it's been, it was great talking to you. Um, and hopefully you have some more fun stuff coming your way. Hopefully you enjoy your two-day weekend in here. Um, I know tomorrow's Sunday, so Wednesday's going to be Monday for you. Um, yeah. Enjoy the time. Yeah, it's, been, it, it's my weekend to uh, have off while everybody works. So I can't really hang out with anybody. So. Yeah, well, that's what you really don't need anybody. Just have fun with yourself and <laughs> do fun stuff around New York. But um, right, you say you make it seem like New York is uh is like the the biggest city in the world. I'm sure, you'll find well, biggest city in the country. So there's <laughs> a little bit of everything. All right. Well, then I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Good night, everybody. And thanks for listening to. We're just talking. Uh, also, make sure to reach out to us. Well, what you like, guys, like to hear next time.